Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The Live Love Memphis Group is going to be your best friend. Why is that? Because you may be looking to sell your home and you may be trying to get the most money for it. Why wouldn't you? That's the dream. And they help people reach their dreams every single day at the Live Love Memphis team. Whatever your reasons for moving are, wherever you may be going, they can help you get multiple offers, guide you through the process. You may have a difficult decision on your hands. They've seen it all in their years of doing real estate in the Memphis market. So reach out. If you want to be next in line, sold at LiveLoveMemphis.com. Yep, you may be in a renting situation. Don't think you can afford a mortgage. Jennifer Carsonson's still the perfect person to call um, because she knows about loan programs designed to help first-time home buyers. She knows how to show you how to qualify for a mortgage in the best path if there's a possible path to ownership. Because, again, we told you that's her mission in Memphis. Lower rentership, increase home ownership. She's going to find it for you. She's absolutely the best at what she does. Did it for me. Almost five years ago now, it'll be five years in October, and it literally changed our lives. My man uh, James McKenzie, home run, uh, still thanks me to this day for sending him in the direction of Live Love. We've had so many others, Contar, many, many other success stories. You could be next, as John said, 625-5200 is the number. It's the Live Love Memphis and Live Love DeSoto teams at the real estate agency. So, uh, man, I tell you what, it's it's kind of crazy. Uh Joe Tipton made some folks mad as hell. Yeah, he started a firestorm <laughs> yesterday. I had, to, I had to get out of the conversation today because it was still going on. Yeah, he made some folks super mad, super mad uh, on uh, on Twitter. Joe Tipton was on three? Uh, yeah. yeah. He was like, he I don't know what kind of prompted it, but he was talking about Memphis uh, in the context of Javon Quinterly and Jordan Brown. Um, and he went through, like, the fact that they have been in college, you know, since – 2018, um, and that, you know, Zion Williamson, somebody that they came in with is now, of course, in the NBA and um, things along those lines. And uh, I just, I, I'll just read from it. Fun fact, Memphis teammates Javon Quinterly and Jordan Brown were both in the same graduating class as guys like Zion Williamson and Darius Garland who each who have each spent four years in the NBA. Both former McDonald's All-Americans. Quinterly will turn 25 this year, and Brown will turn 24. And, man, people were like, you know, mad and taking it I mean people just get so mad uh I don't I don't really know like um you know what there is to be mad I, I guess it was appointed uh like oh Zion and Darius Garland have been in the league for four years and look at these guys they're still in college I guess that was sort of the interpretation um and I don't I don't I don't really know again what the um the purpose of the because he tagged you and I in it you know uh, and I like Joe. I, I I just don't know what the angle was here. I don't know like what uh, is particularly interesting about this. You know, there are lots of twenty four and twenty five year olds in college basketball now. It's just the way it goes. Um, I guess the fact that these are McDonald's All Americans and that like the idea is that they should be gone by now. 
I don't know. I guess you know. I guess that's the uh, the angle there. But um, people are very upset about it. Well, it, they, it looked like they became upset once other programs start making fun of the fact that you got older dudes in there. And and isn't that what we do? I mean, essentially. We've talked about it with DeAndre. We already said if he gets the waiver, we know the jokes are coming. Of course, here in Memphis, we say who cares, but you know it's coming. And it was there for Stetson Bennett in college football last year. I mean, that, that's a constant when you've got those older guys. What, what, what that joke fails to sort of take into context is the fact that these dudes now are getting they, – they're, they're making six figures yep. to play. You, you're, 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 you're making more as a, as a college athlete than you could in some situations as a pro. Yep. And you're not taking that, that. That's what makes it not so damn funny anymore. Exactly. But it's, a, it's an old application uh, uh, in terms of the, you know, the joke that is. And, and listen, I, I don't think Tipton was, was doing it in a way to say, you know, these guys are less or whatever else. Right. I think he was doing it to point to how old, how much older and experienced Memphis is going to be this season. Sure. It's been that way. And, and listen, I even think he came back later on and talked about, you know, one of the guys that North Carolina's got. I think once he saw sort of how people were clowning, other programs were clowning Memphis for this age thing. I think Joe went out because I never think his attention was to put a bad light on Memphis. It was right. just to say, this is going to be an older group. Look who's still there. And he quit like nine minutes later, I think, point out some North Carolina kid that that's old, you know, that's as old. I think to sort of try to alleviate some of it. Right. Because I don't, again, I don't think his intention was to, you know, uh, put, put, put uh, Quinterly or Jordan Brown in a negative light at all. It was just to point out that, that Memphis is going to be. The oldest teams in college basketball. Yes, um, could be wrong. That maybe had shape, but you wouldn't tag us with shady intentions like that. Like you, you wouldn't. No, trying, I, I truly don't think he, he meant wasn't trying to be shady it. about Memphis. He, yeah. and that's I think again why he came up with follow up tweets about older guys. This is happening all over college basketball. It's an old joke. We know that that's not going to keep people from still making the joke. Knew this was coming, and so, but what? But what's amazing is how how I I just think the energy that people give to it. I know. It's like it's weird. It's like it's like you see like these like um, you know polls and stuff on you know Twitter or X or whatever it is now, and it's just like you know it's really not um, it's really not it's not worth it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's gonna be okay. <laughs> it's not worth it when college basketball has gotten older as a whole. Like what are we talking about here? It's basically free agency. So all those you know those old jokes don't still apply. That's why I just think it's a you know, it's a little bit of elementary school here going yeah, on. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, but I look and I, a little bit of the fan back and forth that's always going to be there. But I'd I, I be having to like remove myself. I, I want to like Joe's in that college basketball group, and I want to be like Joe. Don't tag me in this, man. You don't know what you're doing to me. You know, you know not what you do, and, and he tagged you as well. Phone going off all hours of the night. Ah! Somebody saying J- Javon Quinn needs to learn Chinese. I'm trying to sleep. You know what I mean? Come on, Joe. Yeah. What did we do to deserve this? Is the question I would have for him. Well, I mean, not, I think Joe's general thing is he tags us when he get, when he has commitment news. I know he's starting to tag me on the Malcolm Dandridge thing. He expects you is you know he's tagging you. You're going to retweet that news, and then all of a sudden, you know, his info is going to your followers. That's why he does it. And I can understand it in the commitment situations because I'm probably since you had the news first, I'm gonna retweet you. I don't have but to be on, tagged when in you're fun just facts. pointing out random fun facts, right? That that are gonna lead to this don't, kind of mess. Don't abuse. We, we don't need to be tagged in it, right? Exactly. No, don't. But abuse. again, I would tell you, I don't think I think Joe's initial thing was he was thinking this is a positive. Memphis got older dudes in college basketball. They're gonna be one of the oldest teams. Got that's the way he thought it was gonna come off, and it didn't. Yes. So exactly. Like and, and and look. Uh, Joe's a good dude, but, you know, I mean, we have to uh, draw a line. You know what I'm saying? 
Where was the De, uh, DeAndre Williams in here? I mean, DeAndre Williams, uh, think about who he who was in his 2016 class. All them dudes. It was like Tatum or something. Yeah, Tatum was in that thing, bro. Um, but you don't include DeAndre. Because he was not a McDonald's All-American. And, and there, there is still a good chance you're not getting a waiver. What? Man, don't be saying stuff like that, bro. I would just say it's good in the sense that, again, I keep pointing to, y'all think the NCAA finna do you a favor? Yeah. You think the facts spell out that he should be given another year? I think so. I think I thought if you got it, it was always going to be a favor, especially if we're talking about the people that advised him ain't Evansville. We're just talking about the people around him. Well, I mean, What them little podunk schools said doesn't matter to the NCAA. Mm-hmm. Well, that would uh, – if they don't have DeAndre Williams, that is definitely a um, – that, that, that takes some steam out of the It would be the thing. worst news since what? And that we've gotten around here in Memphis sports. If no DeAndre Williams from Memphis, would be the worst news around here since Angel Garcia left the team in the middle of the season. The hell you talking about that? What? What? You asked. That would have. That this would be the worst news since Angel Garcia left the team in the middle of the year, in Josh's first season. Remember to go sign the contract, bro. He wasn't gonna do anything for them in the grand scheme of things. You know, it may not have mattered to you, but it mattered to me. I had a lot of hope for Angel. Is that he was like the stretch five before the stretch five, but it never materialized, did it? It's the best news since Job messed off the forty million and being all NBA. The worst, the news. worst news since then, yeah. Um, it is. It's that kind of deflating, is what I mean. And I said Memphis sports. I didn't say Memphis basketball. Right, 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 and, you, right. and even if it was, you went back too damn far on Memphis basketball. Was, that, Memphis, have we overbuilt it? Have we overbuilt it? it? No. No, literally, you just have this, the, the, the numbers. The analytics that, that say Memphis yeah. is a top 10 team you with him. It's because of how they're, they're just amazing with him. You go yeah. from a top that's, 10 that's team fair. to outside yeah. the top 10. Because you're, you're I mean, a freaking, you're an eight, you, might be a, 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 you might have a shot at the 8, Elite 8, elite, at the, as the freaking floor. And if you have a shot at the Elite 8, you have a shot at the National Championship. That's right. I mean, you're moving on. I mean, anything can happen after that. So God, I, I've talked myself in and out of this this DeAndre thing over the last four months. Well, the, I mean, there's no – if you have him, you are a legitimate national championship contender. No doubt in my mind. If you do not have him, you are a hopeful. You are, you know, man, can we get a good matchup and break through to the second weekend and then just sort of let the chips fall where they may. But you're not, a, you're not the same ilk. You're not the same caliber of team, clearly. I mean – I, I trust the analytics here. Um, you're just not because you're you, what really ends up happening is this is not and in this I guess this all goes into a player's value, but you go from having a guy that average 17 and eight, it's been your program for three years off the floor. You have that continuity, that chemistry, that leadership. You take that out of the equation and you replace it with what? You replace it with Jordan and Malcolm. I mean David Jones. If you want to play him out of position, yeah, you know they, well. Who's not? I, I don't think small ball four is necessarily out of his position, but you yeah, know, no, no, fair. And that, and that is probably a better option, to be honest with you, than the one I should have said first, but than than just throwing Malco and 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 Jordan Brown at it and saying, "Hey, y'all go out there and handle this front court." I, I would look at Jordan Brown and starting small with David Jones at the four, keeping Malco in sort of reserve role so that I'm not dependent upon, you know, his knees, his health necessarily in a way that right. You know that I, I can be dependent upon Jones and and Jordan Brown. Yes, exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I mean, we talked about this. I guess it was last week. Um, it's still it's still a season that you can get excited about. It's still a fun season. It's still something that could have um, a great finish. You know, I still think this Memphis team would be. If you don't have DeAndre Williams, I would say it's slightly better than last year. Slightly, um, because you're not. You, I mean, you don't have your. 
the the middle and that's bottom. Tough. That's tough. The that's middle tough. and that's bottom not, is better. The middle and bottom is depth better. Depth is yeah, yeah. Your depth is a lot better. Your wing your depth is better, and your point your guard depth is better, but your big depth ain't better. Is it Jordan, Malco, and Jordan? No, it's not. It's not. Um, yeah, your 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 your. I'd say your three through eight are better, but your one and two is significantly worse. So I think that's the problem. What's that get you from nine to thirty-two? You know, nine to thirty-two. Um, so look, I I I hope that uh, I hope that Memphis you know can get this waiver because I think it's 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 a huge it's it's a huge swing, brother. You know, it's a huge swing. It feels kind of like the big ask. Sometimes, like you know, what it kind of reminds on this me one of. Either yes or no. It reminds me. I've had a long day of you know betting on college football, and I got this one game at the end of the night. I got this one, and it's going to determine whether I'm a winner for the day or a loser. You know what I'm saying? It's a big swing of a game, and I need it to go my way. I'll live. I'll survive if I don't win it. I'll be all right. But I really would like to have it because I know that it would make me a winner. And that's how I feel about DeAndre. He's a great player. He's one of the best players in college basketball. Take him out of the equation, yeah, you're going to suffer. There's going to be a down. There's going to be a, uh, you know, a dip, uh, a pretty significant one, a swoon, if you will, maybe even. Um, you know, Jordan Brown's got to get in shape. We saw that. You know, he's oh, got to be fine. He's got to be. He's got to get right. Um, but yeah, it just it just puts a lot of emphasis on the other guys, you know, who are just less proven. Um, and I also don't like the idea of not having somebody that everybody can sort of centrally look at and acknowledge as he's the OG. He's been here for three years. Mm-hmm. You're that's gone. Right. You know, what I'm saying now it's Jaden. And Jaden's not even going to start. Most likely, I mean, I, I can't. I, I never say never with Jaden, but he's most likely not going to start. So it's like there's just, you know, who is the veteran leader here? I mean, I know you have experience, but it's a lot of like, you know, Kendrick. Everybody's not Kendrick Davis. You know, everybody's not Kendrick Davis in the sense of they're going to come in, they're going to be humble, they're going to assimilate. Hey, you know, I know whose team this is. Have the respect of everybody and 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 give it right back. You know, like sometimes guys can come in and it's up for grabs. And it will be up for grabs if you don't have DeAndre Williams. Like, I, it's not obvious to me. Is it obvious to you? I mean, I guess I could say Quinterly, but. I mean, I would say it's up for grabs, but that Quinterly would be the guy to grab it. He's yeah. the guy that's going to put his I arms around that. body. He's the guy that's the most accomplished just right. in terms of runs and, and experience. And, yeah. and you're right. It has to become someone else at that point that exactly. it hasn't been. Uh, for so, three years. No question. You know? No question. But Quinterly does seem that he is that guy that, the meeting at the free throw line, putting his arms around, right, and because of what he's been through, my feeling is they will listen to him for sure. But you can't, you can't guarantee that. You cannot guarantee that. And and DeAndre can tell all the lessons about man, we had this, this, this. The priority order was wrong, and we blew it on. You know that that's the thing that that he gives you. It's this. It's not just the maturity. It's it's everything they've he's been through with this Memphis program, with talented teams, and having come up short. You know, having him in that huddle. Um, just so valuable, just so valuable. It, it would be. It, it takes the level of excitement down. There's no question. You're probably not going in the season right at the top 25. You're probably right outside of it. Um, but in terms of a, accomplishment and everything, advancing to a second weekend, it's not impossible. You got Jaquan Wadden, Caleb Mills, and right. Javon Quinterly and Jordan Brown. Exactly. Still a pretty damn good nucleus. It is. Maybe not one enough to be to win the AAC. I mean, you could you could still you could still. You know, I mean, you, you split with Jordan FAU. Brown might have to be really good for. Well, that. he was really good for Louisiana. I mean, in for fairness. Louisiana, they played a high, they played a good schedule for them out of out of league. You know, I mean, yeah, I would say you'd kind of throw out what he did in conference, 
But I mean, when he when he went up against like Texas and Tennessee and teams like that, like he showed well. He'll have better guards, he'll have better, you know. I, I, I mean, I, I agree. I mean, Jordan Brown has to be as good as he was last year. Otherwise, like this is gonna be tough going, man, um, because the depth in the front court is so thin. But hey, maybe Jordan elevates. We saw his ability to step I mean, out and I shoot a little say, bit. I like, I like, you know, what Nate Jordan brings yeah. to the table. Yeah, like he can maybe be a stretch, you know, a stretch five and step out and be a threat that Memphis hasn't had at that position, you know. Um, so I, I think there are there are ways, but it's gonna be a committee effort. If you don't have DeAndre Williams. Well, he's a better version of what's the light-skinned cat we had earlier. Told you that. Oh, Isaiah Maurice. Yes, exactly. Nick Jordan, Isaiah Maurice leveled up one. Yeah. Oh, good old Isaiah Maurice, man. He used to love to step outside, didn't he? He did. He did. And there was one night when it all came together for him. What night was that? It's like they think it was against like a, like a UCF or something. I don't even – I don't – it just didn't stick out that much. Him and, uh, man, who was the other dude they had, bro? The man had one game his whole career, and it saved their ass. Lance Thomas. Lance Thomas in Orlando, bro. Penny trusted him. That man had like 14 in the second half, and it, right. it, it, and it saved their ass. Man, Lance Thomas. How about that name? That's a good one to bring back. I I think the the best Lance Thomas memory I have was like he was like he was answering a like a a quiz or something, and they're like, "What state is this?" And uh, he said, "Las Vegas." Oh man, you gonna bring up Lance's bloopers? I'm just saying, bro. That was a good one. I was like, I rock with this guy, man. I I, I uh, yeah. He listed like there's like a it's like one of those things where it's like list X number of states where this is true. He was like, okay, Ohio, uh, Tennessee, uh, Las Vegas. And I, and I would say Las Vegas is really it's a, a state unto itself. Bigger I, than Nevada I'll allow on its own. It. I'll allow it. Is, no, is there really much to Nevada without, you know what I'm saying? What else is it, Reno? Reno, exactly. You got you know. Tahoe up north. You got beautiful. I mean, it's a Carson City. Carson City, Nevada. Man, we, we, ain't, doing, we ain't doing Carson City, Nevada. Is that not Carson cap- City is actually nice. Is yeah, that's a, capital. The capital of Nevada. Brad Carson City. Away with it. Is it is it is it heavily populated? No, no. Is it like how many people like how many people live there? Uh, hey, Carson City's probably got a hundred thousand, maybe. Damn. Carson City. It's not much. How many people live in Vegas now? Uh, it's it's market thirty ish. Wow. So we're talking three mils though, almost. And what did it used to be? When I worked there in the late nineties, it was a million. It's like the size of Memphis. Memphis. It was, it was top, like a top forty-five, man. You know, million, million two, million I, three. Las Vegas will be a top ten market. Hundred percent, it will. Because now it has an NFL team. Yep. It's going to get an NBA team. Yep. It's going to be a top ten market. Well, in the, and it's sprawled so much that the yes. locals now yes. have to have a desire for something different than what is downtown. Oh yeah. And so you have Henderson out there. Summerlin is this. Summerlin yeah. was a desert when I lived there, and yeah. now Summerlin is like where the rich folks live. Man, like they, it, it ain't nothing but construction out there, bro. It's towers in the air. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy to see how it's it's grown. I um, love Vegas. Uh, even as a resident, I loved Vegas. It was great. It man, was really man. nice. Every time I go out there, I'm just like I, 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 I don't want to leave. I, I need to, but I don't want to. You know, it's one of those things. Um, anyway, it's expensive now, though. It, it the the price has I'm gone sure. up. There is nothing about Las Vegas that doesn't cost money. I mean, yeah. like you can, uh, other than holing up in your room. Now you can get there, and airfare is a good part of it. Like it's the only get, cheap part. You can part get in and out of that Joker, buddy. I mean, it is just—it's ridiculous how accessible Las Vegas is. You take that Allegiant flight, three hundred round trip back for yeah. you straight, and I don't even want to hear it from you on Allegiant today because oh. it is a reliable airline. 
I just want to you ought to be platinum status elite with them fools as much as you talk about them. I'm, I'm not. I'm not uh, next time I go, I probably will not be flying a legion. But but uh, <laughs> but was I, it a bad experience? No, I'm just. I have a. You know, I have the. Uh, I, I I don't. Cause y'all, Are you yeah. like my wife, where you're an airplane snob? No, I, he's he's throwing up spirits. Y'all never. Oh, spirit is in. The, how, how about frontier, bro? Spirit. I don't get on yellow airplanes. That's that's the one I will not do, bro. Intern Andrew well, suggested. There was a plane spirit. beneath you. You get spirit on there, bro. <laughs> okay, respectfully, there is a difference between spirit and a legion. Okay, it, it, there is. There's a big gap, actually. First of all, can you? Can, how do you? I want to put this delicately. How do you respect yourself as a man when you step on a yellow airplane? Respect. It'll give a damn about the color of it it's, if it gets me there safely. But it's, it's a yellow airplane. You know I, what I'm saying? I wear a yellow sweatsuit. Don't you wear that to the airplane? I just, I'm pro- I have no problem with yellow. I'm a grown well, get man. On, so get on spirit then. Go on, do it. You won't. I know you won't. Again, it's about it. Am I going to get there safely? You'll get That's there. What, not more so than the color of the plane. When you when you land, a grown man. When you land with spirit, the uh, the pilot comes off. Right, he comes over. He says, "But did you die?" That's how it is. That's what spirit is. And the answer is no. You got there. So. For sure, but no, I I I I have uh, I have a a credit card I use that gets me uh, lounge access and five uh, X points. You know what I'm saying? So uh, if I book directly and they don't do the Allegiant, so that's why I'm not gonna do Allegiant next time. Just a little inside baseball. You were wondering, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Who do you so, have platinum status with? That's an Amex. Uh, you know, that's a uh, Amex card there. What is he doing, Jason? Trying to get them five time points, bro. Trying to get them 5X points, get that Centurion lounge access. You know what I'm saying? You catch me uh, in in Dallas-Fort Worth sipping a Mai Tai in the pl- – don't talk to me. Leave me be. You know what I'm saying? Unless you can talk about Mikey, we can have that conversation. I know we can. But if we ain't talking about that, don't waste my time, big fella. It's that simple. So, don't – hey. <laughs> I like a man who shows off as his American Express. <laughs> I don't show it off, bro. Of, but flies Allegiant. Oh, Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will fly Legion now. If it's the only option, I'll fly Southwest. I mean, there's. I I am in favor of direct flights. You know, I hate connecting. I really do. It gives me anxiety. I'm not. You a fan and my of, wife would get along great. I like discount. Wife got to be a prude about airline flights. Would you Would you take a discount on a flight if you had to have an 18 hour layover? My wife What's and I are driving threshold? to Nashville for fall break. We're going to Boston. Because Boston has the Patriots and the Boston Celtics. And you're on. flying out of Nashville. We're flying out of Nashville. Gotcha. Is it, because was that, it that much that, cheaper? That, not much. Enough that she thinks we should pay for a hotel in Nashville. And oh, that kind yeah, of, yeah. The she, savings over under. She sw- she hustled you. She, it's a scam. She hustled it's a that scam. ass. It's uh, a scam. She got a night in Nashville out of it. Hey, That's exactly it, what's going you on. You know, here. I get it. I understand. It's, it's a scam. Because it's a direct I, flight. Exactly. Hey, look, direct flight's where it's at for sure. Uh, we're going to get directly to Mark Giannata when we come back, talk to him about Memphis football, Memphis basketball, everything in between, and more. Stick around. Jason and John, 90 Turn FM, ESPN. Get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Here's a good one. New customers right now can bet $5, get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, there's more. All customers who bet 5 bucks will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket all season long from YouTube and YouTube TV. That's a great deal. Now's the best time to join FanDuel. The app's easy to use. You can bet on everything from spreads to player props and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash JSmith. Kick off the NFL season with an offer that you don't want to miss. FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL and, of course, of 929 FM ESPN. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. 
Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at fandle.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call Tennessee Redline at 1-800-889-9789. NFL Sunday ticket offer in September 18th. No refunds. Terms and embargoes apply. $100 off NFL Sunday ticket, not YouTube TV. YouTube TV base plan required to watch YouTube TV. Redemption requires a Google account and current form of payment. Commercial use excluded. Subscription renews. Cancel any time. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Marge Giannotto is a sports columnist for the Commercial Appeal. Also, Giannotto and Jeffrey usually joins us on Wednesdays, moving some things around. He joins us in studio now, getting ready for his show at 2 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, let's just start with something that's not Mikey Williams. Let's start with Memphis football. I, I'm going to pose okay. the same question to you that I posed to Jason. To okay. Jason, what constitutes a great weekend for Memphis football out oh. at Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium? A great weekend. Um, obviously, they win. I, I would say this: Ryan Silverfield got up there. I thought a key difference from this year to last year was on Monday. It kind of got lost in the shuffle because the president and and the AD had their press conference. But Silverfield got up there and said, like, you know, we're going to be more explosive in all three phases. But he was, you know, yes, defense and special teams count very clearly. And special teams, in some ways, you know, were a trademark of this team back when they were, you know, really flying high with Tony Pollard and all that. But... He said, "Like you're gonna watch this and go, this is this is Memphis football. Like th- that's what he said, and I yeah. I appreciated, you know, the optimism. Um, and so I would think if he really believes that, if that's really gonna be the case, you'll show that against a, a we'll team see. like Bethune Cookman. I would hope, 
to me, a success. I don't know what the final score looks I like need, because I, these, I'm going with you. I need 40 plus for all those reasons. But I, you yeah, just I, said, aren't I want to. I want to see a bunch of big plays because, like, I also don't know. Like, honestly, I think if this is an ideal day, they can't say it before the game. The ideal day is like in the second half, they can like play some dudes, thousand percent, you know, and see like you know, like Tevin Carter can get some reps as a backup. Oh. I would because love that. he's, you know, like you're ultimately that guy's one play away from playing in a game if, with with Jason Hennigan. would drive down at the half. I'll come if you if tell you, me Tim Carter's and playing. Got, <laughs> and they've got all these dudes. Like I think on defense and like the it sounds like in the secondary at that right tackle spot um, on the D line, you're going to see a bunch of dudes no matter what. Mm-hmm. But you know, like this is your one FCS game, and like. I know, like, some people complain about this stuff, but, like, college, I, if I was a coach, this is the type of opponent I want in the first game because, one, you're not – like, last year it was unfortunate them having the FCS game at the end of the year because it's like no one's going to go to that game no matter what if it's positioned at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. But at least with this, like, there's going to be a bunch of people who come just because it's the first game. There's excitement. You know, it's like fun, the first game of the year no matter what. because And, and so – I'd rather have the FCS team in that slot anyways. But then, two, college football teams don't get preseason games. And, like, I think th- exactly. I think this sets you up better for your season when you get this first game against a team that, again, hope you know, I, stranger things have happened. I was there when Appalachian State beat Michigan. Like, I've seen it happen. Um, but it's uh, – I would say, like, I don't know what the final score is other than I'd want to see a lot of expl- – I want to see some explosive plays. If that's okay. what you're saying to us, like, it should show against Bethune-Cookman, a bad FCS team last year. Uh, and so that's what I think uh, a successful day would be that plus a crowd of over 30,000. That's what I would say. 30,000 is the number for you. Well, if you go by if you go by announced crowds at previous season openers over the last fifteen years, right? Home openers, there's only been the there was the obvious there was the COVID year where they had under thirty thousand. Um, there was 2017 because Tropical Storm Harvey was going on during the game, and they kept they played the game anyways. Despite that, there was there was only ten thousand, and then 2014. They had like twenty seven thousand at the announced at the home opener, but like other than that, over the last fifteen years, like everything's been over thirty thousand. Some are, you know, if they're playing Mississippi State or Ole Miss, you know, yeah. higher. But just in general, they've, you know, like the last two years, they've had like thirty two and thirty five or thirty two and thirty three announced. Like, I think you'd want that. I don't know if you're going to get that if your season tickets are down at eleven thousand. I don't. I, Do you, I wonder if there'll be a lot of wait and see, because you you can't gauge the team off Bethune Cookman because it's an FCS. At the same time, this is like the it, cheap game with the the well, deal, the Brad Kroger Barla deal, at that point, the which Kroger could, deal, which could help. But I just wonder how many are waiting to see. Okay, if they're two and zero and they're coming back, we're playing. Yeah. Maybe that's when I'm all in. You know, that's yeah. What, when maybe you start talking about thirty thousand, and it's a yeah no that's a and at that Thursday night games are. Tricky, but sometimes they can be good because it's you know there's nothing else going on on a Thursday night. Um, there's you know whereas a Saturday you're competing with a lot of other different uh, activities, if you will. But no, I so I think it's exp- you want to see a bunch of explosive plays, and I think you want them to be able to play a bunch of dudes in the second half. Like have it be such a 
lopsided game that you're able to play a bunch of guys in the second half. Again, I don't know what that score looks like, whether they give up some points because they're playing third-string so guys. You'd want the, the the ones to look dominant, I would think. And then, you know, have a have a have a decent crowd, you know, like cuz ultimately I think that's an that's an important op. They've made it clear. Yep. That is an important optic right now. Yep. And so, you don't want to you don't want to have something below 30,000. You know, you don't want cuz that's going to be a clear to me reflection of like how people feel about the program now compared to previous years. Mm-hmm. What are the chances you think that Sutton Smith is the next, you know, dynamic I don't I don't want to say Antonio Gibson or Pop, but gives you that sort of exp- you know that he's out there and dominating this year. I mean, I, I, what, what's your optimism level in terms of him as a prospect? I think he is going. He is part of that. They're going to use him a bunch of different yeah, ways. It sounds like. Yes, I think he's part of that. We're more explosive. Mm-hmm. He's part of that. Like we are going to play him more. You know, the wide receivers are more explosive than last year's wide receivers. But I also think, you know, in Sutton Smith and it sounds like Blake Watson can catch the ball out of the backfield too and kind of go make a play like the the. They're not saying any of this stuff directly, but just as someone who has listened to them every preseason over the past few years, it does feel like the way they talk about Watson and Sutton Smith especially is the closest you've heard. I'm not saying th- these guys are as good as the Tony Pollard, I, I, I'm Kenny, with you. Kenny Gainwell yep. types, but it feels like there is the way they talk about him is the closest since then to mm-hmm. that. You know, and no, no offense to Rodriguez, Clark, and Brandon. Uh, is it Brandon Clark? Thomas? Brandon, Brandon Thomas. Thomas. Yeah. yeah, like those guys. Um, it just feels like they feel it, these guys have home run potential that those guys did, didn't, and I think that plays into. So I don't know if Sutton Smith is going to be the guy. Um, it, it does sound like, you know, I, I have a calm coming out. Tomorrow at commercialpill.com, I sat down with like with Seth Hennigan for a little bit this week, and like he does sound, he sounded very resolute that he thinks the run game is going to be a much bigger factor this year. He sounded, you know, like that was like one of he goes, "I'm going to be better because the run game is going to be better." That was what that was kind of his message to me, um, and you know, and then in addition to that, I do think. If you talk to the you know like Tim Cramsey and and even Ryan Silverfield and and Seth a little bit, like I don't know who's gonna end. We'll see who ends up being better in terms of wide receiving cores last year's group versus this year's group. But it certainly seems like they think this group is better than like they lost a bunch of guys, but they think they got better at wide receiver. Well, I hope so. That was a low, uh, that was a low bar last yes. year, man. Uh, you know, like as you pointed out many times, yeah, you yes. kept saying he doesn't have the weapons. No, he didn't. I mean, he did, we, he we, did. we have to all agree that was a low bar. So it that, better be better. That's where that's where I, my head's at for Saturday. Like they're going to win the game. It's a bad FCS team, but you want to see those explosive plays. You, you, that's what he talked about. That's what we know. You, we can just we know that's what they've been missing. It feels like that's what's gone mm-hmm. missing about the program. So let's see it um, in game one. Let's see some the flashes of it because this is, you know, this is your easiest game of the season, ultimately. Yeah, no question about that. Okay, I do want to get your thoughts. Uh, Is there any upside? Mm -hmm. I mean, if there is, please share. Upside? Is there any upside for Memphis to bring in Mikey Williams? Oh, I mean, you know, ultimately, I think Mikey Williams, if you really go and look at, like, why Penny's in this, like Penny's why for coaching, Mm -hmm. Mikey Williams really fits that 
mold pretty pretty to the T, and I think that's why you've seen him stick by him. Like, ultimately, I think Penny, like, yes, Penny is a really competitive guy and wants to win a national championship. I do think he is genuine when he also, like, I don't think it's everything to him, but I do think part of why he does this is he wants to help, like, young, talented basketball players. Like, he loves working with the, like, supremely talented and being part of their journey to get to where they need to get to because that was him. Right. And I think you can just tell the way he's talked about Mikey Williams, the way he pursued him, um, whether his ranking reflects that right now. Like, I think Penny views him in that sort of mold, like a guy that was why he's partly why he was interested in him, I think. Right. And so I can, like, I think Penny has handled the whole thing exactly how he should handle it if he didn't want to come off as like if he didn't want to just give up on the kid. Right. I think he's handled it exactly how he should. And he has not committed to him in any way, but he's also said, you know, like you're innocent until proven guilty and let's see how this plays out. And you know, will it be complicated and and complicated if you like let's say he suddenly joins the team? Yeah, probably would be, but Again, I think, you know, I think in, I think ultimately, again, I think there's something about Mikey Williams that is endearing to Penny very clearly. And so I'm not saying there's no upside. Like, imagine it could be a great story if, like, Mikey comes through this and Penny helps this kid get back on track. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's a pretty redeeming story. Like, I don't know if that's likely or not, but I also, like, I, I just think, Let's see how it goes in court, and I don't, you know, he has a preliminary hearing this week. If he's not budging off his not guilty plea, it doesn't seem like there's much talk. Of, I mean, maybe, you know, the preliminary hearing will be revealing. We'll know a lot of, if there's no settlement that they're coming close to, mm-hmm. a lot of dirty stuff, like a lot of the nitty-gritty details will come out in the preliminary hearing. Like, the preliminary hearing will be the first time the prosecutors will attempt to paint Mike. If they're going after Mikey Williams, they're gonna. This will be their first real attempt to paint him in the worst possible light. That's what happens in a preliminary hearing because it's you know the other side's trying to get this thing dismissed, and so they're gonna they're gonna really throw some of their heavy whatever they've got on Mikey Williams. They're gonna throw out there. So it's probably gonna just take care of itself, honestly. I think and, you're right. You know, and so um, and so we'll see. Um, but I, I hear what you're saying that like it does feel like there's there's a lot on this team already, and adding this to the mix will be complicated unless Mikey Williams is you know humbled and you know like this whole you know he he's coming in with the right attitude exactly. of you know like listen I you know maybe I can work my way into being like yep. you know the eighth man on this team right and maybe a year from now. When I have a full off season and all this stuff, I can be the man in the program. If you told me that, like that, if you told me that, I'm in. I'm, but I'm, I don't all know. About yeah, it. I, I don't know I just, if that's going to be him. But you I said, is there upside? Like yeah, that could be your upside. I, I agree, and I think that's that scenario, the most remote possibility. Yeah. But, but if, if that possibility does exist, and and like, I, I I certainly think it might. Uh, yeah, 
I, I just don't think it's likely. to me very clearly the fact that he was in Memphis not that long ago. Like, either, oh, whether he's trying to make it work or Penny's right. trying to make it work, someone's trying to make it work. Agreed, totally. You know, and so, um, but I think ultimately it's probably going to take care of itself. Yeah. But I, I, I'm fine with how Penny's handled it all so far. I think it's like, you know, ultimately if he wanted to leave the door open without like taking a big risk, this that, is exactly that's what he's done. Yeah. Yeah. This is exactly how you do it, and. You know, in some ways, I think that's fair to Mikey. You know, ultimately, you know, when he committed here in that moment, didn't it feel like a surprise? You know, like it was it totally out of the blue. Yeah, and like, quick. and and it would felt like Memphis had made a big splash. And so, you know, like in some ways, you know, it's fair to him, I guess, now that he's he took a chance on you a little bit to commit, and it's like. You know, ultimately, like, what's the harm in waiting to see if he's proven innocent or gets some sort of reduced charge? Like, what? I, I don't. You know, let let the legal let the legal people uh, be the bad cops, so to speak, so to speak, rather than Penny. I would say the way that he's comported himself on social media has been the opposite yeah. of productive. I I didn't see what you what you referenced in the column. You haven't um, seen the picture. I don't think so. No. Oh, I'll show it to you. I yeah. have it. Um, I mean, because I, I, I think like it would, you know, maybe help. You know, no, I'm not. I wasn't saying that to say it wasn't. You were making it no, up. No, no, or no. Anything. But like you haven't seen it. Yeah. You know, so it's like I, I do think like the people are mistaken here. They think that it's about the caption. It's not about the caption at all. It's about the picture with his with the charges that he has pending, and he posted that on his own, you know, uh, Instagram over the weekend. Mm-hmm. So now that you've that's, that now that you get a look at it. See, I, I actually think I did see this picture, and I, I I'm a big Simpsons guy. I appreciate. I was like, oh, he likes the Simpsons because he's got a he's got a professor. Uh, he's got a uh, groundskeeper Willie doll. He too. does. Yes. Um, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Is that is that you think that's like a jaw type thing? I don't know it what equates I, to that. I, I think it's. I think he's holding a finger gun to a Homer yeah. Simpson police officer's head. Well, it's, it's not six, Homer Simpson. It's just, it's the whatever. I, yeah, I forget what that cop's name is. In yeah, the Simpsons, I, I, but it, it is a cop. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I I don't need to be you know tested on my Simpsons knowledge here. Yeah, because it's very low apparently. Yeah, I would just say I think the, I, I would still maintain the philosophy of there's no harm in waiting to see what the legal system does. You don't need to ma- don't make a decision until you have to make a decision, and yeah. maybe someone will make the decision for you. That's yeah. how I would approach. Oh, the I situation. guarantee you, somebody called about that picture. Oh, that's why his, he his Instagram is deactivated. So, yeah. all right, hey, two o'clock. You can hear Gennaro and Jeffrey. Yeah. Yeah. Turn it up. We're gonna turn that thing up. I think it's uh, sexy red. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Hey, you ain't up on it. You ain't up on that quite yet, big dog. You still on that? Uh, you still on that? Uh, Cardi B and uh, Glorilla. Glorilla, how's she doing? We ain't heard from her today. Glorilla doing good. Sexy Red kind of coming for Glow. I wouldn't say big that. Glow. Well, that's like that's the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? But uh, but we 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 uh, we stand Glorilla on this show. We gotta get her on, man. Glorilla, I'd love to. it's past time for Glorilla to come on the show. No, we, we, we got Sean Williams. We checked that box off. Now we go. That, that box has been unchecked for a long time. Any others from like Memphis teams that we need to get? Andre Allen really needs to come on the show for sure. Derrick Rose. Well, oof, buddy, that's a tough one. That's, that's the, the biggest. That's Moby Dick right there, buddy. That's like if we get that one done. I'm giving up on a presser, haven't you? Yes. Wait till media. Yeah, exactly. Hey. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 